It's the Dadhood Podcast. Chris, do some music for us. Angels. Na 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 na. That's all I got. Right? That was my chance. I was, I'm still in awe of sitting in eight, the voice of angels. I should have played something. I have Spotify <laughs> open right here. Like, it would have been better. It would have been better. <laughs> Let's do a uh, Welcome to the Dadhood Podcast. I'm Matt. I am Chris. I'm the master of this thing. I'm Brian. I'm the brain. Here we go. I'm not a master of anything. <laughs> well, now that you guys said who you are, let's start this thing off by taking a moment to describe each other. So Chris thinks he's the master of this thing. Brian, who would you say Chris is? I would say Chris is the guy that makes everything look good and um, is definitely the idea guy, but doesn't know how to accomplish any of it. Uh, I t- you should take that back. Knows how to accomplish it, just doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, synonymous. Right. Uh, I disagree. Okay, you're all exactly right. <laughs> okay, no, no, it's my turn. Chris, uh, I often describe Chris as the person who... If you opened a bag of tropical Skittles and you spilled them on your dresser, those are the colors he chose to wear that day. Yes. Um, Chris, I believe, prides himself in saying things he later regrets. <laughs> it's not that I pride myself. <laughs> let's let's. Hey, you don't you don't get to comment. <laughs> it's a filter problem. <laughs> And he is also one of the most sincere, like, good friends that I'm glad is my life, uh, is in my life. And, um, yeah, really, he sat on and wrestled with this idea of more than four years. And so pretty excited to be on this journey with him. Uh, he's good at drawing pictures and good at staying up late oh. and takes way too long to make a cup of coffee. But it always tastes good. Yeah. I'm not doing that Keurig stuff or that... Whatever you do at your house. Uh, I do, while there's kids climbing on my shoulders, quick, just dump coffee in a filter. That's what mine's called. Yeah, you got a lot more kids than I do. A couple. Yeah. So I guess who's who's Brian here? Brian is my filter. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot tell you over the past few years how many times I've sent him a text and said... We need you to read this and check it and make sure that it's okay. Most answers are no. Let's change some words around. Um, he's also, man, we've had some really good times at Mellow Mushroom. True. We used to. We haven't done it much because. We never had good times after Mellow Mushroom, <laughs> but we always had them at Mellow that, Mushroom. Yeah, that two hours. That was fun. Um, and now he stays up just as late as I do. I used to text him at like 9.15. He was already in bed. So now we can text at like 1 in the morning when I've got something going through my head. So it's good. Like, yeah. But he's my filter overall. Good. I'd say he's... Well, I have described him as my counselor to people. <laughs> he's so is your, he's here's my a question. cheaper therapist. <laughs> here's a question. Is your therapy bill as much as mine? No. Okay. No, but it's, I, I have like a real therapy bill with the guy I go for maintenance checks. <laughs> and then I have Brian, who's just like my constant therapist. I, I'm known to be a little emotionally unstable at times. 
and Brian's just kind of an anchor on that stuff. I feel like he anchors a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I could buy him a house near Valhalla at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should. <laughs> I should buy the garage. Um, great at, at details, great at thinking through things, but is just kind of a steady presence that is, man, just vital. Both these guys are pretty awesome guys. Now we have to describe Matt. I'm going to let you go first, Brian, since you're my filter, and I'll follow through. <laughs> I would say Matt is Matt is a guy that is, you're constantly thinking and pushing pushing the betterment of – no. You're constantly thinking, and you are pushing others to be better um, because you believe that they can be. And not in a way that is goofy or silly, but in a way that that's who they are. And you can see see into that. Um, off the serious note, like you're an absolute blast. And like I've enjoyed getting over the last few years just to know you, your family. And, and likewise, like you're that constant just, hey, here in the mess of whatever today holds, like, here's part of it. Thanks. It was so serious. I'll bring it back, guys. I was going to say. All right, Tropical Skittle, what you got? <laughs> Matt, to me, see, like, in this town, it's college sports, right? So we can talk about college sports. Matt's a Louisville fan, which we all need to pray. You know, everybody has a cross bear. We can work through that. But Matt's the only guy that I can talk NBA with in this like, mm-hmm. I think in this whole church, like, I don't even know if half the people in this church know what the NBA is. And so we can have conversations that are actually productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt's the guy that, um, you ever, you ever text your pastor or something and you question if you should have or not? I don't do that anymore with you. Like, I can say things to you and go, oh, it's my preacher. Oh, but it's cool. It's just Matt. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like, I think we've got that relationship now where I can send you my frustrations or some things that are funny. Um, I send it all to Brian. And yeah. <laughs> he filters it and sends it back. I'm literally the guy trapped in the middle of the <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah. And Matt, and I think since you did a serious one, I'll do one serious one. I think Matt, the last eight to ten months, has taken on this role, and we've told him this, of not being apologetic about what he says, mm-hmm. not being apologetic about the issues that he feels important about, um, especially when you're a white guy standing up to people talking about racial reconciliation ideas. Like, that's got to be tough in its own mind to be white and doing that and having people trust you. But, you know, he's learned how to do it unapologetically, unapod- and, and it's been an interesting transformation for him in the last Eight, is eight months safe yeah. to say? Yeah, eight months. I, I mean, you better hang on to that one because I just gave you. I, I'm tearing up. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I am tearing up. You better. I, well, that was for my personal vault. Yes. <laughs> and um, just so, listen to it every time you get bummed. Yeah, <laughs> staring at McLaughlin playing in the background. Yeah. yeah, I'm making a music video. He loves me. <laughs> um, that's my ringtone. <laughs> well, we are the the three guys leading up. More than leading up dadhood, um, we all go to the same church. We're all in Louisville, 
and and all met through church, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least at first met that way, and uh, have journeyed through some interesting waters that way, and have surfaced on the other side as as good friends and now business partners on this. Um, so yeah, we're glad that you're joining us for this Dadhood podcast. All right, to help people get to know us a little better, why don't you say like your worst or most embarrassing or awkward childhood memory? Ready, set, go. I have two. So I grew up a Southern Baptist preacher's kid, and like growing up, we didn't have much money. But we always kind of like made do with what we had. But there's two things. Like one, my mom, I don't even know what the fabric store is called, like these or something, I don't know. She would buy fabric, and there was a lady in our church that would make my clothes with it. Oh, it was embarrassing. It's like, and it was always that, that weird fabric, like, uh, it looked like the drapes that you'd have on your windows with, like, the planets. Yes. Because mom, I guess, <laughs> thought it was cool. I remember getting shorts made. <laughs> and if you've ever had shorts made by some lady who wasn't really good at it, it was pretty embarrassing to wear because, like, the leg... One would be a little bit higher than the other. Mm-hmm. So I had that. And then um, my family used to have this thing called pour do. When you're poor, it'll do. And so it was this macaroni thing that my mom would fix a lot. Macaroni and cheese and meat. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it was just like whatever, the cheap stuff you could find. Pour it into one thing, and that's what you would eat. So, yeah, it was poor do. I feel sad right now. Well, if you want to feel sadder, you remember those little bread loaves that were like the mini versions yeah that's how we made our pizza when i was growing up like mom would put those out and she would disguise it as hey you get to make your own pizza it's not making your own pizza when you can only put one pepperoni on each of these things right so that's what we did for pizza growing up my my mom used to she made me a pair of zubas those striped like wrestling shorts there were shorts? I thought they were pants. They were supposed to be pants. I don't know if there oh. was not much fabric <laughs> or, or what, but she made them, and they were Viking purple and yellow. And I remember she sewed a knot in yellow in the front, so I knew which size was the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about three years after people were wearing Zubas. Oh. My mom loved me a lot. She was just a little late. <laughs> My uh, worst childhood memory... We, uh, I was a swimmer, so we'd always get up early in the morning and go off to swim meets. And I, the night before, I'd lay out what I, you know, my sweats and swimsuit. And this particular morning, I got up, got dressed. We drove to the pool, uh, which is like an hour away. And the coach said it was time to to get in the pool to warm up. So I stripped down, throw my towel over my shoulder, start walking to. Uh, the pool strip down kind of <laughs> kind of freaked me out right there. <laughs> Not that kind of strip down. Just make sure. Um, throw my towel over my shoulder and start walking to the pool, and everybody's looking at me. And I got to the doorway of the gymnasium and looked down and realized I never put my swimsuit on. I was, <laughs> I was still in my underwear. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I went crying to my parents, and we bought. How old were you? Uh, I was probably. 23. <laughs> old enough to know. I was old enough to know. But yeah, I was probably 10 or 11, maybe 12. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I remember ninth grade, I think ninth grade, basketball? Yeah, ninth grade basketball. And I just moved up the like depth chart, right? So 
you're getting dressed in the locker room next to the starter. Somehow we even like had different parts of the locker room. And I went to put my uniform on and somehow out of my jersey came my mom's bra that was stuck <laughs> on the inside of the jersey. So I pulled my arm up and my mother <laughs> And I was so embarrassed. You should be. Yeah. And I'm old, right? Like ninth grade. It was bad. No, it was in the warm-up shirt. It was it was in the like short sleeve warm-up shirt. And, oh. It was a really bad moment. But now that you know us a little better, um, what what is this dadhood process? But what have you learned from it so far, guys? I think the thing that I have learned is, and I'm thankful for um, within that, is I've learned that this is needed, and I'm thankful not only just among the two of you or the, you know, the three of us, but um, I'm thankful that I'm early in the dad phase of life. Um, that I don't have to feel like I'm doing this alone. Um, and so at the same time, I'm very thankful and honored to be a part of helping create this uh, for other dads um, so that they're not alone. For me, it's, it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard to... Because I think each box you want to give somebody things that it's worthwhile, like for you to keep paying and keep getting it and keep following the process. And so there's some, there's a lot of doubt sometimes I think with all of this, like, is this box good enough? Is this going to be good enough? And I think, <clears throat> I don't remember, it was like December box or something. You and I were both, maybe November, we were kind of nervous about it. And then we got such good feedback, kind of realized maybe we're selling ourselves short. But yeah, it's hard to just to make sure you got good stuff that's meaningful and that actually matters. And then uh, I think other than that, it's, it's fun getting those text messages from people that you know that are getting a box. They're like, this is great. Like the jelly thing seemed to go over. Like my dad texted me. He's like, I gotta get some of this jelly. <laughs> I was like, well, I can send you a link. He's like, you wanna send me some? I'm like, I'm not buying this stuff for you. If you want it, here's the link. Um, but yeah, I think those are the two things. It's hard, but it's 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 rewarding in the end. I think for me, I've been surprised. Uh, I, I don't really live hidden, but how challenging it's been putting ourselves out there like this. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't day to day, I don't feel like a good dad. I just don't. I'm given what I have. Um, I'm trying my hardest. But a lot of times I'm tired. I'm worn out. And I've just got a lot of kids. And um, still knowing that it's worthwhile to put out what we have. And having people be so generous and kind as they receive it. And, and knowing that simply being vulnerable and giving what you have is meaningful has been a big deal for me. Yeah. It's been really nice. I think it, it's great to, 
the three of us are in drastically different phases. Like fatherhood, dadhood looks drastically different for each of us, uh, both individually but also just communal, communally. Like how we are a part of each other's lives, each other's families is is different in what we can give, but we're doing it together. Yeah. Uh, we are hoping that some of you start to find like little dadhood communities around you. If there's ways that we can help you, uh, please let us know. We'd love to dream up some resources that help you have little relationships like we're finding here in Louisville. This is meant to be a community. Um, Chris, if, if people want to get involved, if they're hearing this, but they're not in getting a box subscription yet, or even trying out a single box, how is it that they can find us? We can go to dadhoodbox.com. And we'll put, what we do is also have a closed Facebook group where we can chat uh, if people want to talk. Um, and so we're going to be moving some platform stuff over here in the next week. So you can sign up for those type of things. Even if you're not buying a box, you can sign up and join the group that way. Then you can subscribe. There is, again, when we do the platform changes, there's going to be some changes. But you can do monthly, yearly. You can do gift boxes right now. And uh, we're thinking about doing a certain amount of months, like a three-month package, a six-month. So you guys can choose from there. But, yeah, we're going to have a lot of options for you to choose from. Plus, if you don't have a box, or if you have a box and you're like, man, this box was pretty dope, I, I wish I could send it to somebody else, we've got like 10 or 12 of our last couple months boxes going up on the site to sell. Yeah. And we'll ship them to whoever for you. And a brand-new thing we have is called Adventure Pig. Uh, it came out of this last box that had a pig in a blanket and the adventure pig. Brian, can you fill us in quick on what adventure pig is? Yeah, so adventure pig is just this little um, comic of a pig. And uh, what our desire is is that when you go do adventures with your kids, whether it be go to the zoo, go to the park and play, go get ice cream together, um, anything you do, like Gideon and I, we go get donuts on Saturday morning. Um, whatever that adventure is or memory you're making with your kids, take the little adventure pig with you. Take a picture with you and adventure pig um, in whatever you guys are doing and just post it on social media with hashtag adventure pig and uh, we can share those memories together. Yeah. Well, stay at it, guys. Um, thanks for the encouragement. Let us know how it is that we can help you more. Find us at dadhoodbox.com or on Instagram, Facebook. All those are dadhood box. All those are dadhood box. So we will we will talk to you soon.